I'm Cam LeClaire. And I'm Cameron Osborne. And here on Two Season of Pod, every week we look into the complications of having a friend with the exact same name as you. Have you ever been to a party and somebody calls your name across the room and you know without a, without a doubt that it's definitely you they're hey, talking Cam. to hey, because Cam. you're the only person named Marissa? <laughs> or when you're at a Starbucks lineup and they go, Cram? Cam? Cam? And you're just looking at your buddy going... Which one is it? Are you Here are two season a pot? Oh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> are you are you a young man? Are you a man born in the nineties who uh following the release of Charlie's Angels, everyone assumed you had a woman's name? Here on Two Season a Pod, we look at all the angles of having a similar or same name as your friend. That's right. Listen to us on every outlet available. Two season a pot at gmail.com. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two season a pot. Ninety-six point seven on your Two season a pot, 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 yeah, a little known trick, little known trick in the business, people. Uh, nobody actually has a sponsor. They're sponsoring themselves, just like we are here at Two C's in a Pod, episode 30, 90, 94. 94. Um, which for you, Cam, of course, that means your favorite athlete is... My is my favorite is... Joseph Uh And that's right. My name's Cameron Osborne. And your name's Cam LeClaire. Uh This is our podcast. And uh, this is about it. You know, a quick little turnaround week for us because we were a little off. turny roundy. We were yep. off had, a little bit. Had now to we're turn back. It up. Yeah. Now we're back yeah. on our weekly uh, kind of schedule. Steam. Nice. Yeah. I guess this is uh, back on Mondays. Everyone had uh, dealing with the Sunday scale wees today. Mm-hmm. And then you're back on your uh, moody Mondays. Moody Mondays. But hey, it's almost it's almost Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, in America, so all our American listeners realize it's about time to mail it in for the year. Uh, yeah, to all our American listeners, uh, why and who are you? <laughs> who are you? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this today because I'm going to take American Thanksgiving off and go to Las Vegas and play craps. So I realized that because it goes into basically the first weekend of December or almost there you basically a write off for the rest of the year you you're saying the rest you're saying the rest of your year is just once a you're in December is is a write off hey we'll get done in the new year right you're just not you're just I swear every time I call someone in December man, let's just wait till the new year we got things are slowing down around here Wow, the things uh, are slowing down. Wow, the corporate world. Wow, that's that's really quite telling. You know, Cam, we have a uh, we have a supply chain shortage. Uh, gas is one fifty two, and all the people making the decisions don't work for at least one whole month. That's about uh, right. And that is really nice to know, kind of like on a on another kind of like you know other human level. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna make it. Yeah, the people who yeah. make all the money don't do actually don't do any work. Uh, we're gonna make it as a as a species. So you want to hear something otherwise, 
or speaking of making it, okay. here's something otherwise, the title of my newest album. Right, right, right. Um, well, I think, well, I, I just want to, is, are you going to tell me about your Segway classes that you've been taking? <laughs> oh boy, Shannon called me out. She goes, I'm tired of this. Speaking of bullshit and then going on a radically different topic, they never make sense. They're not even close. Right. So what happened is, I think what's happening, Cam uh, signed up for Segway classes, but he um, actually signed up for, you know, like the the Segway that you get um, when, you're vi- when you're touring, when you're visiting a new city, you know, two wheels, uh, you kind of stand on it. You look really cool while you do it. And we we confirmed that the guy who created that did die on a Segway. Was that confirmed? I thought we confirmed that live on air. Yeah, I think uh, now that you're saying it, it does it does ring a bell. Yeah, rings true. Um, well, concept is gone wherever I was going with that Segway. But I did want to ask you because you told me when you go to the craps table, you just go on the something line. The because you played a lot of crap. I think it's called the go line. I think it's called. No, maybe I I got. I think it's I got uh, crab on my phone. Pass line. It's the oh the field play the field. Oh okay. I think that's what you told me to do. Maybe that was another guy that told me to do it. But uh, right now in virtual uh, craps, I started with two hundred dollars. Now I'm at four hundred eighty-one dollars. So. Looks like I'm gonna make it in the real world, everybody. And if, if you know, and if uh, since we're all plugged in, I guess you know the digital world is just as real as the uh, the real world. So there's a chance you could walk away with some cash. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if I just uh, showed this to them at the casino and go, could I have my payout, please? I believe that is <coughs> legally uh, tender. Is that how that works? I think so. Okay. Did you know at the casino, if they think you got the chips illegally, they can just not award you the money. Oh, yeah? Is it in the fine print somewhere? Yeah, which I thought's kind of bullshit. I feel like if you didn't get caught, then you win. But they they have a clause that states if you <coughs> if they have reason to believe that you cheated, then they can refuse payment. Well, then you probably shouldn't cheat. What, what are you talking about? Of course you should try and cheat. Oh, okay, yeah. So you're doing a lot of... Uh, what did MacGyver do a few weeks back? He, like, took the dice... Uh, to like the shoe polisher. The magnetic dice? No, I think he took. I think he took the oh, shoe. Yeah. Uh, he like polished them down so they were weighted on one side. Yeah, I've watched a lot of videos on how to do things like that, but they're all. You have to have been to a casino at least once to cheat, in my opinion. And uh, I well, feel you like probably have to have been to of. You probably should have been to that casino before, like the one you know yeah. in a. You know, Danny. You know, George Clooney doesn't just rob casinos. You know, he gets to know the kind of inner workings of it all. Uh, at before. 6 a.m., they do the cash drop. After that, the busboy, Jimmy, cuts across the screen. Mm-hmm. Every time he does, he drops a nickel, and I tell you, that's our moment. Yeah, now that's that, Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Doesn't that didn't really feel like a George Clooney impression, though? <sighs> give me your best George Clooney. What has he been canceled for? Uh, not settling down soon enough. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Being too Does he is he st- he's still he's still okay in the people's books? Yeah, I think I think we've uh, I think we've ta- I think we've taken up all the weeds. You know, I okay. think whoever's left standing is good for now. All right, good. Yeah. Whew, so I'm clear. You're yeah. Unless I I don't think anybody cares about you, Cam. Uh, so I don't think anything would happen. Uh, but yeah, that must have been a, man. Yeah. There's p- some people that must be very nervous out there about something they've done that uh, one person. I guess that's just blackmail, isn't it? 
I, I, at a point, that could just be blackmail. Yeah, what's it called? Blackmail. Um, good question. Yeah, sometimes I ask questions to people like you, expecting them to know the answer because they're so wise, and I realize that most people don't know the answers to these. Well, I do have like rather a fun, random questions. I do give me, have, give me your thoughts. I do have like a fun fact a day calendar, you know, that you tear away. So mm-hmm. it does kind of make sense. That so does sound like one of the things that it would be called, uh, you know, on one of those fun fact. Well, Cam, you know, you you close off every single episode with a fun fact. Oh, uh, and get ready to learn where the term booby trap came from today. Oh wow, does that have anything to do with boobs? Nope. Oh. Damn it. Damn it, Cam. Yep. Well, it's the fucking episode as far as I'm concerned. Rate, review, like, subscribe shows everywhere. Yeah, they uh, never forget people. They'll turn boobies. No, we're not there yet. Um, let's always kick off our show, Cam, with a examination of the past. Just like how our great leaders learn from history what not to do and then repeat it once more again. Tell us what he fucked up. Yeah, I think you're talking notes. And amendments. Uh, last week was a good show. Um, I think you spent a little too much time at one point trying to recall all the names of Arthur characters. Is that um, what the producer is saying? Pardon? I, I've heard back from several people that they enjoyed the hearing me think it out. Hearing you think it out. It's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a math test when you were in elementary school. You can't just put down the answer. You need to show your work. They want to see you. They want to hear you humming and hawing and ums and oohs. And people love it's, the blank um, space just for you to come up love, with things. Uh, uh, ju- like, um, just for you to come up with names like Arthur, Binky, Muffy, Buster, uh, Francine, Mr. Ratburn, Brain, Sue Ellen Armstrong, DW, Prunella, um and that was about all the characters that I knew before um I didn't know there's new characters on Arthur by the way let me guess they're pushing boundaries of some sort and they're the weird ones in school but it's to learn a lesson about how we need to accept everybody for who they are no um but uh Mr. Ratburn is gay and he got gay he got married did that happen in the seasons that I watched? No, I, think, they, I, I I was just I, I was doing a little bit of research. This just happened like like uh, and were people, within were people the upset within about the it? year I think. Not surprised. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if there was going to be one character on that show, it was either him or uh, Binky. Arthur now is just not about Arthur anymore. It's kind of like What's the it it's kind of like there's like this Arthur expanded universe. Where it'll be kind of like the, the show is Arthur, but the first half of the episode, you know, it'll be like two little episodes in one. The first one yeah. will just be about a couple other people in, in the class who are named. They have names. Who the fuck knows who they are? But it's like it's about them. Arthur's not in this one. Bink, Buster's not in this one. Fucking Prunella. Does Buster ever meet his dad? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that far into it. I didn't know he didn't know his father. So there you go. I think you only met him once. Yeah, now now this is on you. Now this is on you, Cam. But uh, but yeah. <sighs> other than that, it was a pretty good show last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, our show, not Arthur. I thought you were. No, I do up not watch okay. Arthur on a weekly basis. Uh, just this isn't. Yeah, just let's make that clear. This isn't to lost. the audience. I know I'm not gonna watch Arthur every single week, expecting goddamn answers. Are you watching anything on a weekly basis right now? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, there are a couple shows, a couple of those Marvel shows were coming out on weekly basis, which I think is really cool. I do really like that 
kind of thing. Anticipation. Yeah. 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 I do like the putting it on and then you can kind of watch it at your own leisure almost. You're like, I can either watch it when it happens or it'll be up there on that streaming service uh, a couple days, you know, like, because I can wait. I can wait. I don't mind. Nine Perfect Strangers did that. And the worst part about it, though, is I didn't know when the season finale was. So as the episode kind of came to a conclusion, it was, oh, I think. I think this is the season finale. This seems like this is a bit. I re- I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And but I think that's also just me being like, when do you you normally just find it out from advertisements and saying like, the season finale of Breaking Bad is this Sunday, 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 Sunday with the Grave Digger. <laughs> Grave Digger. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people know that Grave Digger was in the season finale. Uh, no, that happened to me recently. No, because I assume every show is either eight, ten. Or 12 episodes. That's kind of a show these days. Or 13 if it's on Netflix. And I was watching the new Watchmen. So it's a pretty wide variety. No, 8, 10, no, 12, no. Like, like HBO, like an HBO drama is going to be 10 a, 10 a season. That's okay. the way That's the way they rock their shit. Netflix, it's, it's going to be 13. That's the way they rock their shit. Um, and I had gotten to episode... I, I, I uh, was watching the Watchmen series... And I knew it's just one season, and I knew it was less than 10 episodes. And, like, it's just, like, one season, the show's over, that's it. Bing, bang, boom. Perfect. Uh, So I get to episode 8, and episode 8 ends in a way that I was like, what the hell? How was that the end of the show? And then it turns out there's 9. And so it threw off my own, you know, my own little algorithm. And uh, I was was all over the place, Cam. I was all over the place. You're all over Twitter. Well, yeah, I had Just a nice two. I had a nice two hours, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the end of the night, and then I can put this series to bed. No, right. now I have calm that. down. Now I have one more hour. Just sitting there on your fucking continue watching. God damn it! <laughs> Hate myself. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've watched a show that's week to week in a while, but it is a. Uh, it is nice having cable television waiting for it, and you're like, 9 o'clock on Wednesdays, can't wait for it to drop. Because I find the streaming shows, they just drop at a certain day at midnight or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's, all right, let's wake up and watch it. I, I like the anticipation <laughs> of... Okay. Well, because, Cam, you, what you like to do, uh, when a new show comes on, and it comes on at, like, midnight Eastern, you wake up at, you know, you'll wake up at midnight. Hell no. So you can start watching the show. No, that's not my cup of tea. Um, Jackass. When's that coming out? I think everyone's pretty fired up for that. I think, I think that's like spring. Everyone's Isn't fired it? up for Jackass 4. I think it was supposed to be out by now, but then you know how it all works. No, I don't. It, well, I heard that Bam's coming back in the movie. Bam's back? No, Bam's out. I heard. No, Bam's I heard he's out. back. No, I heard, I heard otherwise. Bam. See, what? So now we're waiting an extra six months so we can get new Bam footage. Yeah, uh, I think they really didn't want to exclude him, so they made another deal with him. It's like, all right, well, if you're sober, this, this we're serious this time, though. We'll put you back in the mood, but we're serious. Yeah, I so thought I they did that already, himself. and then he was like, "JK." Uh, yeah, no, but now they're now they're super serious. I'm worried about my scarf collection. No, but now they're super serious. Right, right, From right. What I well, maybe this we'll, is just what I understand. Yeah, maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. But, but um, looking forward to that, Cam. Are we missing much? No. No. In your opinion? No. 
Bam, trivial character. What was Don't your you. uh, so you and your, so you and your boys are uh, getting together in the countryside? What was your jackass skit that you would always do together? Out of all the out of all the options, like what do you mean? I don't know. You never I, did jackass I, stuff when you were a kid? Um, When you were like 12, 13 years old? I, I feel like a lot of it would be like jumping stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a, a wagon over a jump. Because I feel like that's the most tolerable one. You don't want to be like, I'm camel car. I'm going to eat glass. <laughs> Okay, no, okay, so you know you you have nothing that like jumps out at you as like a one night me and this friend did this and then this. Sure sounds like you do. I was asking you. I was asking you if I had if you had the question. No, we yeah, uh, I, I had a friend who had a small trampoline. Like one that was honestly like one person sized. Uh so we incorporated that and it was like really portable and really easy to walk around. So we often would jump on or from things incorporating the trampoline so parkouring it a yeah, little bit yeah kind of like kind of oh, oh this oh this is this is 6 years pre parkour okay oh right parkour was a thing for just like Joseph Coney one of the biggest failures and i think he's still out there you think so yeah he called me the other day oh shit said, what's he uh, what's he doing he mixed up my birthday with someone else's. Right, right, right. Your birthday's coming up, though. Yeah. Big slurp. Big slurp coming from Cam. Big, audience loves slurps. Uh, yeah, we're planning out the party. Trying to figure out if we should do the the Moose Come Light Beer or uh, BYOB. I will personal be, 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 be my own B, if you know what I mean. Wink. Yeah, but that's because that's you're a um, liquor connoisseur. Uh, you know, it's probably just going to be a a bottle of Tito's. That's that's all it takes these days. Because Tito's is vodka for dog people, um, and no other bottle of vodka says that on their label. So you know what? It says that. Yeah, there's like uh, like on on top of the bottle of Tito's. It's just kind of like a little paper, you know, thing. It sits over top. You just kind of throw it out or whatever. It says vodka for dog people. And uh, wow, I like that, that. Hits home. I like that because I see that and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this is vodka for dog people, and then I get really emotional. Uh, <laughs> next thing you know, I'm thinking about Buster when he was six. Uh, well, next thing you know, I'm not allowed. There are so many LCBOs I'm not allowed back into just because I'm having nervous breakdowns. They call it a nervous breakdown. I call it an epiphany. That's it. That's it. <laughs> What's the difference these days? Cam, let's move. Uh, I got something for you though. You want to get? You want to do some fun? Uh, play some fun games here on the show. I want to have fun. Uh, you want to have fun. Uh, Cam, I've got a little segment here for you. Uh, I believe I made it up. I'm going to cue the theme song. It's going to be my voice singing it. Uh, here is a top five. Here's a top five. Here are five tips about things. No, it's just a top five. Oh, well, then I'm going to turn around with you on another one. Wow. Another top five? Uh, is, do we call it a top ten? No, because the, I then I have to read the, the, the whole song would have to be redone. Uh, well, great. Well, I, you know, we have some stereo top fives for you listeners here today. Uh, Cam, I'm going to give you a little personal list of mine. I'd say these are probably my top five uh, favorite improvised movie lines. All right. You know? I don't. I. I. I 
and you're confirming this. You're confirming these are all improvised movie lines. You've uh, you've gone to the IMDb page and it said, Did you know in Quentin Tarantino's film Inglorious Bastards, when Brad Pitt said, Oh my God, that's crazy, man. That was improvised. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was improvised and then later edited out of the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So first off, Cam, you might, you may or may not uh, know some of these movies, or you'll probably know at least some of the quotes. Uh, coming in at number five for me. How about we just can we can you say the quote and I'll guess the movie? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. You can do that one quick. Uh, coming in at number five. Uh, what hump? Nothing. <laughs> what hump from young Frankenstein of course a, of course a comedy movie is going to kick off the list I think with uh, with an improvised line people are always riffing trying new things together uh, the actor Marty Feldman so he's playing the hideous butler character named Igor in the Frankenstein you know spoof kind of film and the, uh, the running gag throughout the whole movie is that his hump keeps going back from side to side you know, he has a big hump back. It goes from the left to the right, left to the right. It's real funny. And uh, in one scene, Gene Wilder's Frankenstein character notices that Igor's hump has moved to the other side, and he responds with, what hump? Uh, the cut made it into the movie, and actually there's like a really quick camera cut right after this line um, because the rest of the cast started to laugh, and they wanted to keep it. Huh. That's fun. Coming in at number four. Okay, yeah, we're still doing that. We're still doing this. Uh, yeah. I don't want to go. Nothing. Unless it's from Are We There Yet? The movie with Ice T. Right, right. Or well, Ice Cube. One of the two. One of the two. Which one is it? Which one is it? Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube. There you go. <laughs> the, the easiest way to remember that is that Ice T only does Law and Order. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's the easiest way to remember which one's which. I uh, know. Coming up for I don't want to go is the uh, is a Spider Man line from Avengers: Infinity War. This is the newest edition on the list, our newest movie on the list, uh, coming from one of the most successful movies of all time. So in the movie, you know, the bad guy, Thanos, he's running amok in a battle on multiple planets, and after Thor doesn't go for the head, he snaps away half of all of life in the universe, dusts them away, folks. I'm sure you've seen the memes. Um, and uh, so while the Avengers are being dusted away... Before they shot the scene, director Joe Russo told Tom Holland to uh, act as if he wasn't ready to die. And Tom, Hall when uh, Tom Holland's sitting there and Robert Downey Jr.'s holding them, he's dusting away. He says, I don't want to go. Famous last words. Even Robert Downey Jr. shed a tear, just like all of us in the audience. Oh, so this wasn't a comedy one. This one's that hit the, no. hit the heart? Yes, I, I, it doesn't always have to be funny. Doesn't it though? Okay, quote number three. Okay, I'm a real, I'm real excited for this one personally. I'm walking here. Oh, this is from a movie that I'm definitely not gonna get, but mm -hmm. it's an old movie, and it's about New York where he slaps the cab and he goes, "I'm walking here. Come on, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm from New York, Brooklyn, Queens. Oh, look at me. Oh." I know the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I seen the towers. They went collapsing down. Oh, I'm walking here. You're yeah. you're you're on the track, Cam. I'm walking here. It's from Midnight Cowboy, uh, which it. is a very quotable line. Uh, a line that possibly def defines the uh, the attitude of a whole city. 
Um, so yeah, this is a movie from the 70s, of course, while filming Midnight Cowboy. Uh, Hollywood budgets, you know, weren't as massive as they are right now. It was way more... You couldn't just book off... A whole part of a city that's not how it worked uh, so in the scene the cameras on the other side of the street and Dustin Hoffman and Paul Newman's character are walking across the street and typical New York fashion some cabbie wants to take a hard right before uh, everyone starts walking and uh, that's when Dustin Hoffman shouts I'm walking here Wow. The rest of the scene. I can't believe that's improvised the rest of the scene played out just fine so they ended up just keeping the cut in the movie I love it. Was Dustin Hoffman not in the movie, and that's what that's why he said it, and then from there got his movie acting career? Oh, you're saying like he didn't have a line. <laughs> he didn't have a line at all. Yeah, he was. He was uh, just a citizen. Yeah, he was actually just a person walking here, and they ended up they yeah. kind of caught him on mic, and Correct. they were like, "This yeah. is amazing." Yeah, that's how he got his take. That's how he got his, that's big how he start. Got his start. A lot of people got their big starts just kind of yelling, um, in big street scenes in movies. Yeah. Cool. Okay, coming to number two right. here, Cam. I know you're gonna get this one. Uh, I love Lamp. Um, Anchorman. You got it, baby. Steve Carell. Uh, yeah. Oh man, if you uh, this was a recognizable line from anybody, at least if you went to my high school for sure. Director Adam McKay wanted more lines for Steve Carell's character, um, because he had very very few lines uh, in the actual script. The only director's note uh, while filming this scene to Steve Carell was just say anything. And while Steve Carell is looking around the room, he blurts out, I love lamp. Will Ferrell even further responds by saying, are you just saying things you're looking at? <laughs> I bet those are fun. And coming that, in at number one, is Cam, you know, you know the movie for sure. You're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws. Jaws. You got it. This is po this is possibly one of the this. Richard Dreyfuss said it right. Um, no. Uh, the uh, does Richard Dreyfuss say it? We'll get to there. Um, no, it's not. Uh, yeah. So this is the what this is. This got to be one of those memorable film lines ever, and it actually started as an on set joke that's made its way into the movie. The production was filled with problems from start to end. Um, one of the so being on such a tight budget. One of the tugboats that they used to use to move the boats around was too small for the size of the boat they were filming on, which uh, meant they didn't move very fast. Or very far. Uh, so the crew would casually joke to each other, we're going to need a bigger boat. And at one point, filming the film's one of the film's climaxes, Roy Schneider took the opportunity uh, with the camera right on him to say, you're going to need a bigger boat. Wow, what a movie. I w might have to watch that again. It's... But I just missed Spooky Season, so I guess I have to wait till next no, year. No, I think you can watch... I guess, no, I guess you oh. can watch that one on the 4th of, 4th of July weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could watch that movie. Uh, I could watch that movie a lot. I'll watch that one. That that'll be my next uh, go-to movie. Um, because now I've got both Stephen Kings out of the way, so now I don't have to revisit those for a while. Wow, great top five cam. I appreciated the uh, detail level of detail in that one because well, mine hey, is not going to have that level of detail. I'm not just going to shout out random shit and be like, "God damn it, this is my narrative." <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, Cam. I assume it's something I do. Uh, but Cam, I guess you got uh, you got a top five for me. We got stereo top fives this week. We're gonna uh, cue. cue uh, no, we're not. Don't don't cue the song again. Don't 
The, Don't stop. We're good. Stop. All right, Cam. Uh, this one brings me back to my segue class. Speaking of songs, we're talking about as Shannon and I are doing a little bit of wedding planning, we obviously are thinking about the party itself and what we don't want to hear. That's right, folks. And Cam, this one's going to hit close to home. The top five songs we're not allowing in our wedding, and you should never allow at yours. The Do Not Playlist. It is, uh, I believe, something quite important. Um, you know, because, of course, there are songs that you have to hear, but there could be more songs than you don't want to hear. That is correct. And I think I could extend this list pretty far, but we're going to stick with five. The for list today. is pretty and far, I, I, you know, uh, especially, you know, yeah, we want to have a specific musical direction for the entire evening. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd like to hear some of them that I'm missing because I know you've been to, uh, I don't know, probably 50, 70 weddings and you've probably heard every corny ass bullshit song there is. Approximately, so. f- f- I'd say approximately 400 weddings I've, uh, I've I've been around. So let's do this. Wow. All right, cameras. Coming up, number five. It is the Justin Timberlake All Happy Feelings song. Can you say it? The uh, Cause I'm Happy, the one from uh, a movie. That's Pharrell. That's oh, Pharrell. shit. Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, that's also a bad for, one. Cam. That's also a bad one. Yeah. Um, Can't Stop the Feeling. What's, uh, what's doubly bad about that one, I have to say, if, if, you, don't, if you don't mind me commenting. Oh, I, um, I love the comment. What's doubly bad about that one is that is a staple for a wedding band. Every single wedding band will have that... We'll have the, the the Pharrell song and the Timberlake song like ready to go, um, in their arsenal, always. Well, I mean, it's pretty common. I think that's a big one for walking out the the party too. And then you have the uh, really terrible like, okay, we'll do a dance, and then you'll do a dance, and then we'll do it together, and you'll do a spin, and I'll do a spin, and they'll be blown away. Exactly. Oh, by the way, no choreographed first dances, people. We're getting that out. We're getting that out of the. We're getting that out of the way. I'm tired of seeing these choreographed first dances. All right. Good to know. Number four, Black Eyed Peas. Can you guess the song? Let, uh, let's get it started. Or no, I've got a feeling. Nailed it. I got a feeling. <laughs> Another feeling that I don't want to have. I can't stop the feeling. I don't want to have the feeling to so start with. The I've- Black Eyed Peas. Are off the list. I I have got I've got a feeling is a uh, a very classic. Um, they play it right right off the bat. So you know you'll have dinner everything. You can see the first dance, mother water, <laughs> mother water, the mother water, mother mother water, mother water, oh. and then like right Where's after that water? they kick into that black eyed peas song. It's bad. Um, it's bad. It is bad, so we're, we're keeping that one off there. Next one is uh, Uncle Dave's favorite one because he has a little too much Tito's because he also loves dogs. That's right. It's the Macarena. Get that shit out of here. The ma- <laughs> that, that's, that's, an interesting, uh, that's an interesting one. That one happens far less than you think. Um, I can say from my personal work experience, uh, I, I I won't say the other ones that are also on that list. You, I've heard the Macarena maybe twice. Oh wow! So we're looking at uh, yeah, it's not less than a quarter of a percent. I mean, especially you know these people who are in their like early thirties, late twenties, getting married. 
they don't you know they, they, this isn't their thing there's also a couple other tracks that you rarely hear but uh the, the list will go on we'll see if those crack the list as well so coming in at number two it's the cha-cha slide this is another one of those ones yeah you actually hear it a lot more definitely way more than the macarena but uh not very common yeah i don't like any any song where there's a dance that everyone has to do Oh, well, you can't wait for number one. And then. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> the, top, the top, those top three songs, you could almost loop them all into like one. Yeah, just yeah, little thing. The, that's very fair. It's the "Don't Tell Me How to Dance." I'm already a bad dancer. Oh, what's what's that? What's that song? Uh, the YMCA. Oh, you, you didn't say that. <laughs> you didn't say what the name of the song was. Oh, I thought you just knew. Oh, okay. No, I thought you were gonna say that chi- the chicken dance, the chicken. Uh, oh, yeah. But I, I think I saw that on someone's list, and I went, "No one's requesting that." Someone would definitely say, "Like play the YMCA." Yeah, yeah. Um, the YMCA. Yeah, that's not as bad. Um, the YMCA, because because one thing you have to remember is that uh, the DJ. There's always this point in the night where all the young people aren't dancing anymore, and the DJ needs to keep the vibes going for. You know the the forty five plus division, gotcha. and that's when you'll hear. Um, that's when you'll you'll hear the YMCA. That's when you'll you'll hear that medley of songs from Greece. It's always like Greece lightning, summer loving, and then it ends with "You're the one that I want." It's always just like one strict five and a half minute medley. They love it. They love it love every that. time. But yeah, these uh, mm. th- those are all those are all very important songs to to you know to to be disincluded. <laughs> Perfect. Now let me hear some of your suggestions, Cam. Of do not plays or plays the uh, do not plays the honorary mentions. Um, uh, God, yeah, on the spot. What's a do not play? Um. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Pharrell Happy's. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that definitely is a bad one. Um, uh, anything Sheeran? Uh, anything or, Sheeran? Or yeah, wow. yeah. If you're doing the "We Found Love" track, you can't walk down the aisle to "We Found Love." That can't be your first dance song either. Fair. Because I'm it's also like mil- thousands. Oh my, I've dozens. I've seen at least dozens <laughs> of first dances, which are that one. Uh, Ed Sheeran track. The first dance is very important. I think that's very important. That has to be. It's just funny to me as a fan of music, and I think like, wow, that song has to be like the most fucking important song in the world to me. And then it's the same Ed Sheeran song, and you're like, all these bitches are the same. <laughs> all these motherfuckers just want to hear the same Ed Sheeran song, and you're like, no, no, it like almost like takes the idea out of having like that personal experience with your partner. Your your concept is like, if you don't know the third track of Jank's album from 2018, then you're not even a real music honestly, fan. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> if Never Hung Over Again isn't playing over your main course, I'm walking out. Just say, hey DJ, after this feature, just it's it's 19 minutes, dude. It's just the fucking main. I'm just front to back. Just, I'm I'm literally gonna tell the DJ. I'm gonna go. You're gonna have a guy that comes tonight. I, it's gonna be one of five guys. Go, <laughs> okay. Hey, dude. There's gonna be five <laughs> guys who are gonna come up to you all night. Okay. Four of them are gonna be on cocaine. Out of those four who are on cocaine, one, two of them are gonna have glasses. Out of the two of them with glasses, one of them's gonna be shorter. Okay. So that guy, <laughs> he's gonna go ahead and say it's only 19. 
15 minutes. Don't worry. Just totally play the whole thing. About. No one's going to notice. And the guy who's not doing cocaine is also going to come up to you and say, it's only 19 minutes. <laughs> if you hear it's only 19 minutes, just say we don't have that one and just move on. <laughs> He's like, do, do I need like names or anything? No, no, no. Just listen for those words. It's only 19 <laughs> minutes. That's the code word to do not operate. That's the do not serve word. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's, yeah, you do have to put that point in with your DJ though. DJ needs to be firm too. They need to be like, hey, I can't be taking every request from every Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, who just wants to get, who just wants to get a say in. Yeah. Uh, the only 19 minutes though. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. It's 19 minutes that you're not getting back. <laughs> it's just over the main course. Like everyone's talking anyways. <laughs> everyone's talking. It's not like everyone's going like, yeah, listen to the music right now. They're catching up with the fucking uncle Bob and aunt Cherie, Auntie Sue. aunt Sue. Oh man. Now we're going with the, um, we're not inviting the cousins to it, so it's creating. Uh, we'll see if it creates a stir. It's not going to create a stir on my side because um, only one cousin of mine even contacted me. The other ones, I don't. They don't even have my number, okay. so I don't even know if they're alive. <laughs> they, they don't know if you're alive. You don't know if they're alive, yeah. and uh, and we're good with that. It all works out fine. Yeah, it's just, they better not come. Like, Where's my invite? Be like, where's my phone call? What's my number? <laughs> what's <laughs> what's my fiance's name? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line to drop. Yeah, if you can name that, then uh, you got one tick in your side. Because right now you're at like negative thirty. <laughs> give me a letter. Just give me the first letter. <laughs> L? <laughs> nope. Wrong one. <laughs> Oh, Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's keep following that before we get too lost in the week. But <laughs> oh. uh, well, yeah, let, let's, let's move ahead of the show. We're having a, we are having a lot of fun, though. Um, but I got to tell you something that's not fun is the life <laughs> of, of, a, of, a, of a spy. <laughs> oh, my God. We are going off the rails. Let's bring you uh, this week's edition of MacGyver and Fiverr. My, 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 MacGyver and Five. It's time for MacGyver and Fiverr. MacGyver and Fiverr. It's time for MacGyver and Fiverr. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> because as you know, every single week, Cam and I recap the uh, the tales of one Special Agent MacGyver, still unnamed, still don't have a first name. Uh, I'm waiting for it to happen, though. I feel I'm like telling you, it's an Adele situation. <laughs> it's an Adele situation, right? Um, uh, yeah. So, anyways, we have episode 12 for you this week. Deathlock. Cam is going to kick off, and I'm gonna probably come in halfway, halfway through. Alrighty, let me get my timer all set so we can open up. And just so you know, it does have the opening gambit this week, so I think we're all, we all breathe the sign of relief. <laughs> we all love a all love a good gambit, that's for sure. Cam's getting out his timer yeah, just, just so we can be sure because, like we've said, it, the, the 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 song that plays in the background over top of us speaking is five minutes in length exactly, and we're we don't edit shit. We don't edit nothing. <gasps> all right, oh, three. Yep. Two, we don't edit one. 
And we open up in East Berlin, where Mac is hiding in a coffin, getting ready for one of his most unrealistic stunts as he's being transported in a hearse in a coffin to cross a border. At the border station, the coffin is removed for inspection. We're not really sure why he's being removed, but he is in there and he's sweating because this might turn into an ugly situation quick. Suddenly, the guards are spooked, but they're speaking in German, so we're not entirely sure why, and throw the coffin off of a bridge into a river. As Mac launches or hits the water, he hits a switch, blows the sides and the roof off the coffin, turning the coffin into a fully functional sea-do to escape the guards and ride away. How did these guards pick up a fully functional sea-do and throw it over a bridge? We'll never know, especially because they thought it was just a coffin. Now, after that, that's the opening gambit. We're just starting off here. So, after the uh, introduction, we find out that one of the bad guys who's failed to contain Mac is now under tribunal review from a shadow board of East Berlin officials who need to redeem themselves and trap Mac. While Mac is on the street in Berlin, a lady in a Porsche picks him up, pretending to be his wife, and informs him that there are three hitmen out to get him at that very moment. She pulls him into a uh, car, drives away to an old mansion, the operation security base for the U.S. team, where he and one other secret agent and this lady are in this uh, mansion with him. Now, they believe there's been a leak uh, or security breach in this mansion, so they have to be a little bit more aware. Little do we know, the East Berliners actually have access to the entire mansion, the controls, the locks, blowing up computers and phones, setting booby traps around every corner to keep Mac and his team stuck in the house. Everything is rigged in this house in home alone type traps. Upon opening the door to escape the mansion, it only seems too simple. So they send a test dummy, an old armored suit, a suit of armor, on a cart, or actually just holding him out there to see what will happen, only to see automatic weapons operated by machines shooting at him, realizing they can't go out the front door or trouble it will come their way. Mac goes in the kitchen, puts a metal bowl on the top of the blender to create an electric jammer signal to stop any chances that the bad guy will be able to hear their conversation because he also has access to the cameras in the house as well. Quail is the villain's bad name. One of their secret agents uh, goes in the closet and the satellite phone to call a red alert, but Quail rigs that to it and explodes the phone, incaps incapacitating the bad guy. Passing over to Cam. Okay, so yeah, so Peter, the name, the other name of the other agent, he's down, and Quail, like you said, the oddly, uh, uh, the oddly uh, accented East German man. So here's the plan: uh, Mac and the lady companion, Car- uh, Karen. Come on, Cam. There's a yeah, you had two names to remember. Um, Ma- Mac and Karen agree that they need to walk around the house uh, looking for um, any clues they might have in an attempt to destroy racked him, uh, Quail, who's looking at the cameras. He grabs a bunch of D-cell batteries, hooks him to egg beaters on a cart. Looks like he's building some kind of motor. Just then, Karen walks through a doorway in the house where it turns out that Quail is in the house the whole time. She appears to be working for him in some kind of blackmailing situation. Mac then removes the door and attaches a knight's helmet to his mobile cart and sends it out the door. This distracts the gun turrets while Mac crawls on the ground behind it. It gets stuck for a second, but Mac clears it out. He makes his way away from the safe home, starts running away to get help, but then Quail reminds him that Peter is still alive so Mac runs back inside to save everyone. Mac and Karen return to see Peter passed down on the floor, still recovering from his electrical shock. 
Karen tries to sneak and grab a tape recorder that Quail is after in Max's pocket. Max stops her hand. He knew all along that something was up. As it turns out, her brother was kidnapped and she's being blackmailed into working for Quail in exchange for his release. So Mac agrees to help Karen out. Quail sets off more guns um, um, on uh, on the two of them while Mac mixes vinegar and baking soda to bubble up and create a smoke screen. They sneak off into a stairwell and Carrie, Car Karen finally tells Mac that she knows where he actually is. They find an old electrical room where Mac looks uh, to be doing some light uh, some light explosions, kinda. Quail has no clue where they are and he keeps looking through the exact same two camera angles to find them. Mac finds where the uh, Quail's power and he cuts off the power from the fuse panel and runs a series of electrical cables all around like some kind of trap. Mac gets a second big smooch from Karen before Quail arrives with a semi-automatic gun. Karen is using a periscope to spot him, but then he spots the periscope, so we've been caught. And this is right when Karen gives us up. She just stands up into the air, claiming that Mac captured her and forced her to be a part of his escape plan, but it turns out to all be a distraction to get close to him while she pushes him into the electrical wire trap that Mac turns on a hose. He gets drenched, shocked. The day is saved yet again. Two, two smooches there, too. Wow. Oh! And we nailed that timer, Cam. I nailed Good that you. one, Cam. You went, you went way yeah, over. Yeah, I was. I you was went over, way I over. I was 10 seconds over. Let's take a, take a breath there. Well, I, I, I took one breath there. <laughs> Did you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's little things in that episode that I can't seem to wrap my head around. But that, that opening stunt, that was something. Yeah, you need to remember the names. <laughs> you got two minutes in and you didn't say the na anybody's name. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just skip over that oh yeah i write down the name as soon as they say i write down every name that is said <laughs> just so i can remember i feel like they only say it once and I exactly say it say. once and then because nothing's worse than going the whole and all my notes just have like uh like mac and girl, girl underline girl one goes <laughs> yeah who is this lady yeah um okay well let's keep plowing ahead here another Oh, ah, that was pretty fun. Actually, it felt like a little like bit of a Saw movie. I like that. Yeah. You want to play I, a I game? I like the aspect. It was a little Saw. It was Saw-like. It was a little bit Saw-like, and I and that's why I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right, cameras. Uh, what's our time? Like forty-five. Yeah, it's, it's probably probably about time that we crack into our final game in the evening. Eh? That sounds great. All right, Cameron. Let me pull up my notes because this game in the evening is when we're. <laughs> I'm Cam LeClaire, and I'm Cam Osborne, <laughs> and every week on the show, we go over things online that might not be true. In Follow a, us in a little segment that we like to call... Headline or asinine. Hey! 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 Headline or asinine. Hey! 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 Yeah, that's how it's Hit played. Hit us up on Gmail with all your headlines around tonight. All right. Uh, up on Gmail. On Gmail. Gmail.com. On Gmail. Hit us up on Gmail. Um, headline around tonight, Cam. You can now purchase a Pete Davidson sex toy that vibrates when he appears on SNL. Uh, the, the technology seems to be there. I remember uh, one time it was like um, you would buy a 2-4 a Molson Canadian and it would come with a, like a gold light. Like a hockey yeah. thing, and then you could like you were just hooked up to like whatever your team was, and then you, wherever you were, and they scored, it just kind of went. So the technology is there. Um, my question is, 
Like, is it every time Pete Davidson is in a skit? Or is it every time, like, do do the digital shorts count? Is it only when he's on screen? What if he's, like, a background character that doesn't have a line? Uh, I would be curious to, like, you know, the, the duration of the buzz. Because, really, that could just be a reminder that SNL is on. You could, oh, you know, you could be running behind. Um, you know, you're folding clothes. You're not really paying attention. And then you're, and then bzz, you're like, oh, shit, bzz. SNL's on. I, I need to go watch. That being said, if go. you can't remember... That it starts at eleven thirty and has for the last fifty years, <laughs> and it says it the day on the title. And, and and by the way, but I get it. But I also I get it. It's called Saturday Night Live, and most of it happens on Sunday morning. So I understand how it would be confusing. Uh, but Pete Davidson's all the rage right now, uh, so it's probably a headline. This is a headline, and the. Person making it, sorry, the company making it is uh, Cam Soda, which makes a lot of very weird products and as well sponsors Fight Circus, which is a fight card that does uh, small people fighting, does people fighting in a phone booth, and has all kinds of wacky events going on. Um, this will operate whenever he appears on screen. It didn't give the details, and I think you have to buy it to figure that out. Uh, and apparently gives you the comparison of what it feels like to be Ariana Grande or other famous celebrities who have felt the power of, uh, what's his name again? Pete. Yeah, why is he so famous, though? I don't know. I guess we'll never find out. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I mean, he's okay. He's, I mean, I think by now, I, I think Beck Bennett is probably longer tenured. He's just one of the longer tenured guys on SNL. So okay, so I guess he still is because I know you came up with a movie, um, the Last King of yeah they do movies every Staten so often Island or something like that yeah okay yeah I don't know I, I that's the only reason I I've just I, I hear about him in the media I know he dates very attractive ladies I think he that's about it him. I think that's about it yeah I don't really know why he's famous though have you seen him have, why is anyone famous why is anyone famous you know I don't know not me though not yet. Oh, I like that theory. All right. <laughs> the theory. Um, okay, Cam, I go in here. Headline the last nine. Man uses Six Flags season pass to eat two meals a day for seven years. Six Flags is an American thing, I believe. Because I don't think there's any here. So, I don't think... Wonderland is open 24 or all year round. So what, what does the season pass even mean when it's an all year thing? I guess that means you can go there or whatever. And maybe you get a super crazy deal on the food there. Um, somehow getting it free if you buy that and you just eat terribly and then hit up the rides every day, but you live right beside it. Shit, this sounds like he beat the system if he's figured this out. Uh, the question I really have is what is he eating? Because I can't think of two good meals that are coming from Wonderland. Just I can't think of one funnel cake, uh, yeah, and <laughs> burger. Like what? What do you got? That's a headline, Cam. Cam, this one is a a headline here for you. You are right. This is a story out of uh, a Six Flags in Santa Clarita, California, where a 33 year old electrical engineering student 
um, used his Six Flags season pass and changed his financial position uh, forever. Yeah, so for a season's pass at the theme park, um, you spend $150 for one full year of membership. 150 bucks. Okay. One year of membership includes parking when you come, access to the park, and two free meals. That's right, Cam. Two free meals as part of your season's pass. So if you time it right, you could eat lunch and dinner there every single day. So he actually initially got this idea back in 2014 when he was working at a new internship that was only five minutes from the park. So he would go there on his lunch break, come back, like come back to work, and then go back on his way home, like for dinner, and then go home. And yeah, Cam, although you're right, the the food isn't the healthiest option. Um the money he saved over the last seven years was enough to buy a home, get married, start a family. He's bleat. It's, uh, you know, not a bad That's idea. That's insane. Yeah, now we just... The two free meals a day is pretty incredible, actually, for a season's pass. I don't think they anticipate people coming every single day. There's your mistake right there. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? I, think, I, I, bet, I bet if you have, like, a family, it'd be like, yeah, a family's going to come... You know, eight times a year or whatever, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. And if you're just going there for food. But, wow, what a... Oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. Color me impressed. All right. Color me impressed. Never heard that one before. All right, Cam. Headline for you. Or is it ass time? We'll find out. Two people pass out from gas leak while trying to steal furnace. <laughs> that one sounds fun. Um... Yeah, why would you? St I feel like that would be so difficult because stealing a furnace would mean you know you're kind of in someone's basement probably, or you know if you're some kind of corporate thing. Uh, but maybe it happened. You know, somebody says <clears throat> uh, they find out the value of a furnace. It's one of those things that somebody looked and saw what the actual value of a piece of equipment was or something, and just like, dude, we could sell this and make this. As if, you know, it's just going to be that easy. So they saw online, they're like, yo, this model of furnace sells for 30 grand. We could sell it. And I can only imagine they don't know how to remove a furnace, hence the gas leak. Uh, I'm going to say it's asinine. This one is a headline out of Winnipeg, actually near where my brother lives where a man and a woman in their 40s got into an abandoned home, or what they thought was abandoned, but still had gas connected to it, got into the basement, ripped out the furnace, obviously improperly or without shutting out the gas, uh, and tried to move it out while taking in the smell of that sweet, sweet methane smell. With the, oh, there's a word for it where you uh, odorize the lines, and I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, it's that smell of natural gas that you get with like propane, same kind of thing, because propane and methane on their own don't smell, so you add an odorization to it. So, fun fact for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, some some residents in the town smelt natural gas leak and contacted authorities saying, hey, I think there's a pretty major gas leak. They came downstairs, found the two people passed out, they detained them, but no charges were actually laid, which is pretty surprising to me that no one laid charges for ripping out someone's furnace did they did they get to rip it out well they broke the gas line I so mean, i think they got close enough but i would say you know you haven't stolen it yet you've broken and entered but you haven't stolen yeah anything. i guess <laughs> i guess i mean if there's damages to the hook up to the furnace that's a problem that's a good point that's a good point oh, you're gonna have to get that you're gonna have to get mike holmes in there to inspect it yeah. 
homes on homes. <laughs> it's a whole thing. You're gonna have to buy some G, some some overalls. Yeah, that some dickies, strong khaki material. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have yeah, to get, get some Carhartt. Get a Carhartt hat. Uh, it's gonna be such a trouble. Such trouble. Smoke some cigarettes. Take a ten o'clock break. You know, it's just things you do when you have to build a home. Just what it's just what you have to do. It's just what you have to do. Okay, Cam, I'm going here for you. Uh, headliner right. S9, Greyhound buses offering upgraded seats. Pay a little extra for a seat that hasn't been previously soiled. So Greyhound bus. Here's the thing I'm guessing. There, no one's keeping record of that. There's no bus driver that's going calling headquarters and going, all right, guys, we got seat uh, 608. It got big shit on it. Um, we got seat two, definitely some piss on there. And seat three, we got some unknown substance. We're calling that soiled. And they, they have a centralized database where they're just, oh, we're looking at 80% of seats right now have, have had some incident on them. There's no way they're keeping track of that. I would love if they did because, holy smokes, would I love to get the discount on sitting on a soiled seat. That being said, Cam, that's asinine. Cam, that's asinine. I don't even think Greyhound's a company anymore. Now that I'm actually thinking about what? it. What? I don't know. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think they are. Hmm. I think you're wrong on that one. Uh, yeah, because it's great. Uh, actually, I'm not sure anymore. Okay. Headliner asinine, Cam. Sci-fi author suing Facebook over metaverse concept. Um, yeah, so Facebook is a new thing. I didn't watch the video, but I think it's like you kind of have a Nintendo Wii character is now you, and then you get to wave at people on on Facebook or something. Uh, you get to poke them, but like you really poke, I don't know. Uh, it sounds just about right, just because I guess like a sci-fi writer is probably an insane person to begin with. And I don't think he's clearly trying to sue for IP, but I don't think like the idea of something like that's not necessarily IP, maybe, um, you know, kind of like turning something that was your book into like actual reality. Isn't that how Facebook started in the first place? He took someone's IP. No, this totally checks out. Uh, this is a headline. No, I made this one up, but I don't think we're far from it. That totally checks out. Didn't he literally steal the Winklevoss's uh, intellectual property? <laughs> Goddamn Winklevosses. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Cam, here we go. Uh, headliner S9. Math tutor uses Pornhub to teach students, makes $250,000 a year. Did you say math tutor or math teacher? Math tutor. Ooh, okay, because that adds a spicy equation to it, right? One's going to get sued for 250000 a year. The other one, whole different game. Now, I have heard of this person on Pornhub who does, what do you call it? Um, whole, holistic videos. Like, <laughs> I show up <laughs> to your stepmom's doorsteps and politely deliver flowers. <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Very so nice, maybe, very nice. Yeah, very, very wholesome. <laughs> I, th- but it's I, th- always- I throw a penny into a a, a wish fountain. <laughs> yeah, Ding. stuff like that. <laughs> I deliver pizza and don't keep the tip. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> um, 
So I I just don't know how this one's coming from it. I'm thinking maybe that he makes videos on YouTube that, or maybe it's a she, uh, makes videos on YouTube a little bit sexy like, and then uh, pulls people in, makes the money from Pornhub, and makes their magic from there. But this this one's stumping me because I'm not sure if they're the producer or just using the platform to show something that I don't even know what they're trying to show. Headline, though. I'm calling it headline. Cam, this is a headline here story uh, for you. This is a story um, uh, about a man named Shang Shu, who is a 34-year-old math professor who has found a unique way to attract students and make a little extra cash by posting his lessons on his Pornhub account and hoping for the best. So using his account, Play Hard, Study Hard, uh, Chang has attracted about 7,000 subscribers and 1.9 million views on his original videos. So far, Chang has 230 fully clothed videos where he stands in front of a chalkboard and teaches everything from calculus, trigonometry, um, all speaking in Mandarin, his native tongue. Um, For him, it was because the YouTube market just became too saturated. His account started to fizzle out uh, because there was too many people teaching math out there. Uh, So he thought the best way to reach his target audience, which was college students, uh, would be to post on adult video platforms across Pornhub and other adult sites. Chang believes that he has made about 270,000 American dollars of original content. Wow. What a, what an American hero. Sorry. Uh, Ta- Taiwanese, actually. He's Taiwanese. Like, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. But Sorry, is that one up for debate if that's a country or not? T- Taiwan? I think Taiwan's a country. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just not sure how China feels about that. Are you I thinking know, things are... Yeah, Hong Kong, not a country, they say. Yeah, Taiwan's its own thing. It's its own. Gotcha. Yeah, they have their own thing going on. (laughs) 10-4. Okay, well, that's uh, that's another episode of Headline Asinine. That's another Headline or Asinine of the, wow, that was ward bullshit. Right, right. Well, Cam, because, you know, because you haven't, once you graduate from Segway 101, you will hit Outro 102. That's kind of like yeah, the next course. Cam's midterms are next week. Yeah, midterms are next week. Uh, everyone wish Cam the best um, in his Segway class. We really hope you do well. And thanks for listening to another episode of the show. Remember, you can rate, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Stay tuned uh, next week, episode 95 coming up. And then, of course, what will be uh, the live show, probably about a month-ish away now from that live podcast um, the uh, Cam's birthday party. Uh, we're we're all we're all looking forward to it. That's right, everyone. And as promised, the term "booby traps" comes from the term "booby," which originally in Latin meant buffoon or idiot. So, when you get caught in a booby trap, you're a moron. I'm Cam Leclaire signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, because we're two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod, at gmail.com.